This podcast is designed to provide helpful information on the subjects discussed and should not be used to diagnose or treat any medical condition. For diagnosis or treatment of any medical problem, consult your own licensed physician or healthcare provider. Welcome to Prostate Cancer Aware. I'm Jonathan Chance. On this episode, I'm going to be interviewing a very special guest, Dr. Gregory Merrick, who is an internationally recognized uro-oncology expert and the director of the Urologic Research Institute at The Ohio University Medical School. Dr. Merrick diagnosed and treated me for prostate cancer, and after almost six months of cancer treatment, he became a trusted friend of mine. Some of the things we'll be talking about on this episode will be what is prostate cancer? Who is at a greater risk for the disease? What is the PSA test? And much more. This is going to be a very informative podcast. Now it's time to introduce my special guest and good friend, Dr. Merrick. Welcome to Prostate Cancer Aware. Well, thank you for having me. It's my honor. Oh, it's, it's our honor to have you here. And, you know, before we get started, there's so much I want to ask you because there's so many things I want to give our listeners. But first, and this is the number one thing guys ask me all the time, what is prostate cancer? We hear about it, but what is it and how is it different from other cancers? Cancer is nothing more than a generic term of 200 plus uh, diseases, but prostate cancer originates, of course, in the prostate gland, uh, which is unique to men. Uh, It's related to age, obesity, uh, race. Um, It runs in families. Uh, It's a disease that is extremely curable when found early. Uh, When found late, there are no cures, but fortunately, over the past five, six years, uh, we've added a substantial number of new medications that significantly prolong life and and quality of life. Dr. Merrick, when a patient goes to their doctor, either because they have symptoms or for physical, what are some of the tests a doctor may do to check for the presence of prostate cancer? Well, ideally, we we want to diagnose prostate cancer without symptoms. Uh, Once there are symptoms, it's much more uh, advanced. Uh, But in the workup, Uh, Physicians will do a PSA, which is a simple blood test, uh, and it is a predictor of prostate cancer. And they will do a digital rectal examination, which is to feel the prostate gland uh, with the finger to see if there's any uh, nodularity or uh, abnormalities involving the gland and surrounding area. In my case, I had three DREs in a period of 30 days, Uh, two doctors and then you. The first two doctors said it appeared normal. You felt an abnormality. Is there a certain kind of doctor you should go to or just don't trust one test or that's why you do several tests in case one doesn't exactly indicate something is wrong? Well, that's one of the shortcomings of a digital rectal examination. There's there's a subjective evaluation and it's like anything else. How often do you do it? Um, How detailed are you in doing the evaluation? So small, subtle abnormalities can be missed if you go too quick or if it's not something that you do all the time. Uh, The PSA is without doubt the most important, but at the same time, not everybody does do a DRE. The Europeans spend much more uh, time or or faith in the PSA alone, Uh, but I think that you need to have both. 
When it comes to the PSA test, I knew nothing about it as I wrote in my book, Unaware, but now I've learned the importance of a PSA test. And at what age and how often, in your opinion, should men get a PSA test? Well, that's controversial. In this country, we're basically doing starting between 50, 55, uh, based on race and, and family history. Uh, I'm a strong believer in doing it at age 40. Uh, the Europeans have done that more than we have. And the reason I like it at age 40, it's a true baseline, devoid of BPH, benign prostatic enlargement of the gland. So you get a true baseline. And we know that if that value at age 40 is less than 0.7 nanogram per mil, the chances of prostate cancer are very small compared to if it's over that. And then in that situation, uh, if it's under 0.7, probably wait till 50. Do we need to do PSAs every year? Uh, I think that needs to be individualized. And not everybody will need a PSA every year. Of course, unless you have a life expectancy of at least 10 years, you don't need uh, a PSA. So it's one of the, the, the situations that really we shouldn't just be doing cookie cutter medicine. We should be uh, refining it to the needs of the patient. And when I met you, you told me that uh, when it comes to prostate cancer, some men are at greater risk for prostate cancer. I was at greater risk and didn't know that. Tell us about that. As all men age, the chance of getting prostate cancer go up. If you're black versus white, you have a greater risk. If there's a family history, if you're obese, uh, there's a whole host of risk factors. Even it appears that heart disease increases the risk of prostate cancer. Dr. Merrick, what is PSA velocity? I heard you talk about that. And what does that tell a doctor? Well, PSA velocity is how fast the PSA increases or decreases over time. And it can help determine whether or not a patient really needs a biopsy or not. Uh, but a single PSA value or a single PSA velocity determination should never um, mandate proceeding with or without a biopsy. We want to look at PSAs over time. One of the scenarios that is often referred to me as a man who had a PSA at two and it, the next one is eight. And the family doctor sends him over to be biopsy because, oh, my God, the velocity is huge. That doesn't happen very often from cancer, especially if you've had PSAs on a routine basis. The most common cause of that is a urinary tract infection or some type of prostate trauma. So any PSA determination, in my opinion, needs to be repeated four to six weeks later before you can make a real determination, unless you truly have a onstanding or an ongoing series of PSAs which show continuous and steady rises and or there's truly a nodule on the prostate gland at the time of palpation. Before a doctor recommends a biopsy, are there any other tests that a doctor may do to check for the presence of prostate cancer? Yes. Um, if we think that you are a candidate for biopsy, Recommendations now would be to do an MRI of the prostate prior to biopsy. Um, when you were diagnosed, we were doing that for guys with negative biopsies who still had elevated PSAs. But now everybody should have an MRI prior to biopsy. You've been listening to part one of my interview with world-renowned uro-oncologist Dr. Gregory Merrick, who provided us with valuable information about prostate cancer, who is at greater risk, the early detection tests, and the PSA test. 
on the next episode of Prostate Cancer Aware, I will have part two of my interview with Dr. Merrick that will feature information about the prostate biopsies, active surveillance, and some of the treatment options for prostate cancer. This is an episode you don't want to miss. Also, if you'd like more information about prostate cancer, men's health, or my new book, Unaware, which is about my battle with prostate cancer, visit our website at www.iknowmypsa.org. I'm Jonathan Chance. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, stay aware and stay healthy. This podcast is designed to provide helpful information on the subjects discussed and should not be used to diagnose or treat any medical condition. For diagnosis or treatment of any medical problem, consult your own licensed physician or healthcare provider.